What I Did on My Summer Vacation, an essay which almost every American kid has had to write at some point during their school years. Which is interesting because historically, Americans suck at taking the vacation time they have rightfully earned. Welcome to episode 47, where I discuss why you really need to take a vacation. And this episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, and PR and communications agency with team members in Boston, LA, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. It wasn't until after I had scheduled my third trip to Europe that I realized that we never thought about going to Europe in the summer, especially not in August, because there was absolutely nothing to do. The stores are closed, the restaurants are closed, the tourist attractions are closed. Everyone in Europe is on vacation. America, on the other hand, America is hard at work in August. In America, we have a real problem with taking time off, and the pandemic has actually made it worse. In 2017, Americans forfeited 217 million vacation days, with 52% of Americans leaving unused vacation days on the table. In 2020, PTO, or paid time off, requests in April and May were down by nearly half compared with that same period in 2019. 63,000 requests versus 120,000 requests. Without the ability to actually get away, Americans just decided to forego vacations altogether. Why is this happening? Or why is it getting worse? Harvard Business School scholar Bob Posen argues that this is the legacy of the industrial era, when people would clock in and clock out. You got paid for the hours that you were physically at work. Going on, he says that this practice is still baked into our most prestigious professions. Lawyers and consultants all still bill by the hour. In America, you are expected to be a workaholic. And how else do you show your commitment to your job than by working more hours than the person next to you? A recent survey of corporate managers shows that they equated more time at the office with being more dedicated, more hardworking, and more responsible. This is why Americans are afraid to use the vacation time that they have earned, or why we feel that even if we do take vacation, we need to constantly be checking in and working while we are away. It's standard in Europe to have four to six weeks off per year. Four to six weeks off. Americans get 10 days. And maybe if we're lucky, we get summer Fridays too. Why such a stark difference? Well, we could go on and on, but in short, the consensus is that it's cultural. Europeans value leisure time and Americans value money. A recent survey states that by October 24th of any given year, the average American or Canadian will have worked 
as many hours as the average European will the entire year. Counting shorter work weeks and longer vacations, the average European gets nine weeks or 350 hours more free time per year than Americans do. No matter the reason, there is value in taking time away from work. And we need to start appreciating what time away can do for us. And if we own our own companies, we need to appreciate what it can do for our employees. A study by the American Psychological Association found that vacations make for great stress and anxiety relievers. I don't feel like I need a study to tell me that they're great for stress and anxiety relief, but here are the four main reasons cited in the study as to why you should take a vacation. One, life satisfaction. A study of over 3,000 Canadian workers found that taking more paid vacation days was positively associated with both overall health and life satisfaction. Holidays promote improved work-life balance, decreased time pressure, and better mental health, which all contribute to improved life satisfaction. Two, physical health. A Framingham Heart Study found that vacations actually reduce the risk of heart disease. The study tracked subjects over a nine-year period and found a positive correlation between more frequent vacations and longer, healthier lives. Men who didn't take a vacation for several years were 30% more likely to have heart attacks. 30%! Dude, eat the steak and the real butter and just go on a fucking vacation so you don't die of a heart attack. Jeez. Three, mental health benefits. Vacations can improve mood and reduce stress by removing people from the activities and environments that they associate with stress and anxiety. A Canadian study of over 800 lawyers found vacations reduce depression and buffered against job stress. Even a short vacation can reduce stress. A small Japanese study found a short three-day leisure trip reduced perceived levels of stress and reduced levels of the stress hormone cortisol. And four. Finally, studies show taking time off from work can actually make you more productive at work. No, really, a study conducted by the Boston Consulting Group found that professionals who were required to take time off were significantly more productive than those who spent more time working. Imagine that. So, go on. Think about where you want to go next and start planning that trip. Studies show that even anticipating an upcoming vacation can boost your mood in the weeks leading up to your departure. Now that travel is coming back, planning that trip might be the easiest part. Fully disconnecting and separating yourself from your work while you are away, that will be the hard part. Vicky Salemi, career expert for Monster.com, suggests having a swear jar, but for work stuff. So every time you check your email while on vacation, you have to donate to the swear jar or email jar, or whatever. This will help you take note of how often you are distracted by work while you are trying to relax on vacation. If you own your own company, it's time for you to lead by example. Remind your employees of the benefits of vacation time and encourage them to use their paid time off. Tell them that time away is encouraged and that doing so won't jeopardize their jobs. Also remember that in order to lead by example, you need to take a vacation too. One of my favorite networking questions is what was the best trip you ever took? I love hearing about people's adventures and experiences. 
I can't wait until we are all traveling again and hearing about where we have been and where we are going. Me? I have four vacations planned between now and January. Too many ones and two longer ones. I really believe in the power of vacations. In August, I'll be heading up to Bar Harbor, Maine to visit family that I haven't seen in two years because of COVID. On the route, Chris and I have mapped out donut shops, breweries, and food trucks that we absolutely must try. In October, we are headed to Grenada, the Spice Island, for some sun, sand, and copious amounts of tropical drinks. In November, it's a quick trip to Puerto Rico for a girl's getaway. And in January, it's another tropical getaway to Barbados. My friend Tim, a listener to this podcast, once said to me, You never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. When you die, you can't take your stuff with you. It's a similar sentiment to something I wrote in my book. Your resume and your obituary shouldn't be the same document. The days go by fast, and we forget a lot of things. But you know what I never forget? I never forget the memories I make on vacation. I remember all of those moments. So do yourself a favor. Pick a week in your calendar, block it out, get your vacation time approved, and go somewhere, anywhere. Okay, so the drink of the week is one of my favorite drinks, and it might surprise you. It's the Tequila Sunrise. I know, how 70s of me. The modern version of this drink is what we are having, not the 1930s version from the Arizona Biltmore. The modern version was created by Bobby Lozoff and Billy Rice in the early 1970s while working as young bartenders at the Trident in Sausalito, California, north of San Francisco. I love Sausalito. Wikipedia states that there was a private party at the Trident organized by Billy Graham to kick off the Rolling Stones' 1972 tour in America. Mick Jagger had one of these cocktails, one of these new modern tequila sunrises, and he liked it. And he encouraged his entourage to start drinking them. As they traveled across America for their tour, they ordered this cocktail, this modern tequila sunrise, everywhere they went, even dubbing the tour itself the cocaine and tequila sunrise tour. How about that? Here's what you need. One and a half ounces of tequila, three-fourths cup of orange juice. If you can squeeze your own orange juice, fucking great, do that. Three-fourths ounce of grenadine, I actually think grenadine is way too sweet, so I use a zero-calorie grenadine because it's just a smidge healthier. In a highball glass filled with ice, pour in the tequila and orange juice. Slowly pour the grenadine into the glass over the back of a spoon or by drizzling it down the sides of the glass, allowing it to settle at the bottom. Garnish with an orange slice and one of those fancy Luxardo maraschino cherries. It's a classic. All right, friends. Thanks for being here. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe or review the podcast, please do so and share it with your friends. And I'll see you next week where we are going to talk about sex. I'm not even kidding. Stay tuned. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.